what, what did we say when we did this? Greetings, greetings, and good day. Welcome to the first edition of our exciting new podcast. My name is Drew Fairservice, and this is, of course, Mr. Andrew Stoughton. Old Reliable. Old Reliable here. We are in uh, your delicious, glorious apartment <laughs> where, very much on brand, there is an episode, or there is an edition of Baseball Prospectus propping up this microphone. Underneath it is a large stack of records, mm-hmm. and, uh, and there's a, a vintage Playboy magazine and Baseball America magazines to the left. Uh, so, Hipster scum. Fuck him. You're living right, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. And knitting as well. There's some knitting over there. That's right. Uh, so this is it. This is our, our podcast that uh, people, we used to do one of these. It was uh, the DJF podcast. We talked about your Toronto Blue Jays. And that's what we're going to do again on this, our new podcast entitled What's the Score? Which is about a play on our old podcast because we were, it was being drunk. And now we don't know the score of the baseball game yeah. that we're watching. And we're also, we're giving you the straight talk. We're giving you the realness here. About the Toronto Blue Jays. You don't know the score. We're gonna we're gonna tell you what the score. We're is. gonna tell you what score is. Uh, as you may or may not know, this is something that we're going to do via crowdfunding, crowdsourcing, sponsorships. Uh, so that means you, our listener friends, are free to enable this scumbaggy behavior. Keep us in Playboy magazines and Baseball America and and uh, Talking Heads records. So. Stoughton, why don't you describe a little bit the the process? Seems a little feels sure. a little feels a little awkward, feels a little shameless right now, but it, uh, well, because it entirely is shameless. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, I think that's the, the whole thing about that. Uh, but no, I mean it's it's what Jesse Brown does with Candleland. It's uh, we're using a, a company called Patreon, uh, and basically you can contribute as little or as much as you want or nothing, and uh, you do it monthly. Uh, I mean, you set up at one t- you set up at one time uh, a payment that you would like to donate to us to help us be able to keep doing this, to be able to do this with more frequency, with better equipment. Um, and you'll see on the page. I mean, when we post this podcast, I, I'm I'm speaking about things that you're probably seeing right now. Uh, and, and yeah, it's uh, it's just it's a way to support us, which we would really appreciate. And uh, you know, we're trying to pay the bills and to uh, to continue giving you delivering the kind of content that you want to hear from us and this is what's going to enable us to keep doing this and and you know stone's being polite i am being polite when did you when did you start your old blog (laughs) when did i start it 2007 yeah i think it was like i think it was the very tail end of 2006 actually Uh, i started my site in 2008 and then we worked as people who create content on the internet for you and your enjoyment. Uh, now it's time to pay the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It was a free app. The website's free. Some people very, you know, decided to pay us. We didn't need to ask you for money for a very long time. Whether or not that was a good decision on their part, well, that that much is clear. That's the, that ship sailed. <laughs> yeah, so it's changed now. We're, yeah. So here... This is where we are. But so that's it. So we would appreciate anything or nothing if you're, if you're willing to uh to to make a contribution then that's great and as uh as Stoughton said there are some little levels and thresholds and things and perks and bonuses the number one bonus being uh we'll make it sound better than it does right now although it sounds i'm sure it sounds great uh because we're back to the old days this is the, we're back in the wild west where content is king we're just trying to cut through the chatter or cut through the clutter with our uh unbelievably hot takes that's right 
molten. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, we had planned, I guess, a couple weeks ago, we were going to we set a date and we said, we're going to do this on this day or in around this day. Mm-hmm. Has anything happened since then? I don't... With the Blue Jays? The Blue Jays. Oh. I don't know. Do I, they have a stellar spring record or <laughs> do they not? I don't even know. I have no idea. Either. I've written the score down every day. I'm asking myself daily, what is, what's the score? <laughs> and, um, no, I have no idea if they're winning games or losing games or what. Like, uh, it's so completely meaningless, spring stats. So, I'm sure nothing important has happened because it's such a meaningless part of the season. You said the word twice now, meaningless, which is how I would describe the 2015 season from here on out. <laughs> uh, so, oh, hey, Griff's here. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fold up the tents and go on home. Yeah. Uh, just, just uh, Griff, the man, the dude, just ethering the Blue Jays <laughs> yesterday and today. I love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. We're going to talk about those things. We're going to talk about the Marcus Stroman injury, what it means for 2015, what it means for you and for I and for everyone who is reading and listening at home. And, uh, and then we're going to talk about other things. That's on the, that's on the, uh, the rundown. I, I'm a little rusty. It says Stroman, and then it says other things on the rundown <laughs> sheet. Uh, so we'll speak maybe quick about, because it's been a long time since we did one of these. Yeah, it has. So we'll talk about the off-season stuff real quick, which is really, isn't really relevant. Like, hey, Jay's got Josh Donaldson. That's pretty fucking awesome, isn't it? Remember when we knew that before everyone else? That, that was, was pretty cool. That was I wasn't going to bring it up, but here we are. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the spring storylines that we've experienced so far. Uh, there's the Mysore's Tourist. Is he? Yeah, that's cool. Michael Saunders may be ready for opening day. Uh, Miguel Castro making everyone's dick thick. That's the thing. Uh, and Kevin Pillar. Maybe we'll talk about him playing his way into a job. Yeah. Good on him. Oh, my God. All that and so much more on this inaugural edition of What's the Score? First things first, we have to talk about what has become actually like a huge storyline in the city of Toronto and as well as around the Blue Jays. Uh, the misery porn was out in full force this week as Marcus Stroman blew his knee out in uh, PFP. Fucking bullshit. I believe uh, your boy the Zoobs has got it sussed out correctly in that uh, it's Josh Donaldson's fault. Right. Donaldson called right. him off. Uh, Stroman, who's probably, as uh, Alex Anthopoulos said, the best athlete on the team, probably in the best shape of anybody, uh, he couldn't handle slamming on the brakes, blew up his knee. And now the Blue Jays are left to move on. Uh, but before you move on... I'm just, I'm afraid Stroman's going to end up, like, this time next year, he's, he's going to look like his dad. He's just going to have no time to do anything but just <laughs> lift. Just curls. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's curls. Just... He's on the dip bar for hours and hours at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And can't pitch like that. So this is it. It's done. Uh, Brandon, well, I guess, no, Brandon Beachy. He's got big, beefy arms. Now you can't pitch like that at all. Uh, <laughs> it's it's miserable. It's really miserable. It's every people were really upset, obviously, and that you know, on Twitter and on it was Facebook. the full on like like how many however many stages of grief there are. Mm-hmm. It was like public x number of stages of grief. Here's the thing: if it was anybody else, 
if it was any other member of the starting rotation, there's no way the reaction is what it is. No. If it's Dickey, if it's Burley, if it's Sanchez, if it's even if it's the fucking human brand, Daniel Norris, <laughs> none of that stuff. Nobody is reacting the way it's yeah. Strowman. And that's the that's why I he's so exciting and so like obnoxiously likable. Yeah. Both his personality and the way he conducts himself and on the mound he pitched like such a fucking boss for the last half of the year. That there was so much excitement. And even if you say, okay, so you project him to be like a four-wing guy or a five-wing guy, it's, he's more than that. And I, and so I think every, all the, the reactions, you know, humongous as they might have been, totally warranted. Totally warranted in this case. Yeah. I mean, I think that I, what speaks to it is the Jeff Sullivan fan graphs, the Seattle guy, you know, like he wrote as, as good a piece about Strowman as anyone could have, which mm-hmm. is like he completely, you know, disconnected from Toronto sports fandom. And he's like, oh, I'm guessing that this is, you know, the Maple Leafs are bad. And this mm-hmm. is, you know, try it. And it's like just nailing it and just nailing why losing Strowman is such a blow. Uh, Jeff Sullivan, interestingly enough, is an Ottawa Senators fan. Hmm. Which, of the sense of which I cannot make. <laughs> but, uh, no. but no, it's... No. It, it, it's it's been really easy for people to go crazy and be and, and say that like you know like Richard Griffin, season's over, and and and, <laughs> and Sullivan made the point is that the Jays are in a really every team basically if you're not the Nationals, if you're not uh well basically just if you're not the any Nationals team, any team that loses their best pitcher, that's not good. The Nationals could absorb it even yes. if you take even if you take their starting pitching depth out of the out of yeah. the equation. They're way, way ahead on the terms of the, the win curve, as everyone yeah, wants to exactly. talk about. Yeah. The American League is so pick them, right? There's yeah, every, it's all they're me. all bunched up in terms of what they're everybody's doing. bunched up. People yeah. love the Mariners, and it's like, yeah, I don't know that there's a lot of stink on the Mariners. That's never going to come off. Uh, you know, the <laughs> the the Angels won what ninety seven games last year. Doesn't matter. Taking the taking no. your best pitcher, if the you know we project him as like a three win guy, three and a half win guy, you say, okay, well. Even if our in our wildest dreams, he's a five win guy, he's a six win guy. Those are huge wins, huge wins on a team that doesn't have Tanner Rourke waiting in the bullpen. Roark, Roark, whoever the fuck it is. It's Rourke, you dick. Oh, is he is he a dick about the way you pronounce it? <laughs> no, I don't it? know. I just think it's. I think you're supposed to pronounce it Roark. I don't want to pronounce it like that. No, because it sounds stupid. I read yeah. the Fountainhead. It's a shitty name. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's a huge loss emotionally. Which we can't ignore, especially here because in, in yeah. March there's nothing else to get emotional well, there was, about. And there was such a buildup, right? There was such a buildup of like this, the, you know, even if the Blue Jays, like they always do, have a miserable season or have a, a season full of false hope where we mm-hmm. where we get our hopes up and get, they get crushed, we're at least going to have this guy who's going on, you know, who's, who's ringside at the fucking Monday Night Raw and like, you Wearing know, a Raptors like, hat yeah, everywhere like, he goes. You know, yeah. Michael Saunders goes down, and at first, it's, well, he might miss X number of weeks or months or years. Uh, years, no. But Saunders projects as what, like a two and a half win guy, and yeah. and Strowman is a three and a half win guy. But and Strowman was going to beat those projections. And Saunders though. has the passport that that <laughs> That's, yeah. adds that kind of even more specialness. But shit, Marcus Strowman is too good for this to happen and that's why everybody's heartbroken but let's be real for a second let's let's move beyond the okay the emotions okay and is the team fucked no no they're really not i mean i wrote 
and this was just sort of grasping at any kind of silver lining as I possibly could, but like they were gonna just they're gonna throw Aaron Aaron Sanchez like what eighty innings maybe maybe a hundred inning reliever if they you know used him that way I don't even know what they would gonna, they were gonna do something like that. Do they have yeah. a time machine? <laughs> if not, they weren't. He wasn't gonna pitch a hundred innings, right? Yeah, so. You know, you now you get a bunch more innings out of him that kind of offsets the loss a little bit. You get Miguel Castro, who they're going to totally force into the bullpen, mm-hmm. even though it's insane. Except it's it's is it insane? Do you think that this change? Okay, I'm not asking you rhetorically, even though you just stated it clearly. <laughs> you think that this changes the way they're going to deal with Aaron Sanchez? Yeah, I don't. Really? I don't think that. I don't think that they. I think I think he was in the bullpen. You think he was in the in, bullpen? I think he was in the bullpen, and now he's in the rotation. I don't think he was in the bullpen as oh, a luxury. He was totally in the I think if they put him in the bullpen, it's because that's where they think he's going. That's where he belongs. Oh, that implies that they're intelligent. No, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think that they're they would think of him as desperate for their a... jobs, and they're and they're like, well, our bullpen's terrible. I don't agree with that. Player. I've heard that a lot, and I don't know that I buy that. I that's feel like... what everybody does say. You know. Alex Anthopoulos, he's Canadian, right? If he was American, if it was J.P. Ricciardi, doesn't have any character at all. He doesn't even live in this city. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Anthopoulos, you know, oh, he's he's too he's got too much character to to you know look to his own future first instead of the future. That's of the a team. baseball thing, though. No, they all do that. They all would. I, I feel like well, that's why it's so weird that they're not. They're totally not going to do it. They're going to throw twenty-year-old Miguel Castro into the bullpen. They're well, going to throw Na- Sor- uh, Sanchez and Norris, Soros or Manchez. <laughs> doesn't doesn't have the same ring to it. I don't think they're doing it to save their jobs. I think that baseball people, by and large, do what's best for the franchise almost all the time. The the whole like he's trying doing doing this to save his job. That's a great way to never get hired again from a job you know you're going to get fired from at some point. Fair point. And I also think that if they make the, if they decide that Sanchez is a reliever, that's why he's in the bullpen. They'll put him in the bullpen if he's a reliever. They won't bring him out just because suddenly they need innings. Because we don't know, we don't know, and I don't know that they know. Do how you many... think there was a chance Sanchez was going to start in Buffalo this year? Start in Buffalo? Do anything in Buffalo this year? He's going to be on this team one way or the He's other. He's going to be on the team, but if they no, but him, he always was. I think. But I'm saying that if they still, if by the end of this spring training comes, if they think he's a reliever, he'll be in the bullpen on April sixth. Maybe I, I really yeah, okay, I believe that. Okay, okay. I don't think that that you can. I don't think that any any of these baseball people are going to think about it this way and panic and gamble with his future, even if it means. I just don't think he's that. It's that much of a luxury. They, at no point did they have the luxury of being like we can just stow him in the bullpen for a year, unless they think it's part of his development that's going to make him a better player and a better asset. I don't know. I don't know. I think they would have totally put him in the bullpen, just because they wanted him on the team and they wanted to help their bullpen and they thought, you know, we could get almost as much out of Dan Norris or Marco Estrada in the rotation and we'll put him in the bullpen, even though they still want to you know believe that he's going to be a starter long term i don't know you 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 present an interesting reading of this but uh it's a bit of a default like appeal to authority assuming that they understand yeah they know i what don't they're know. doing i, I don't but, know i don't know <laughs> they uh, do or not i'm sure they do I, I think no matter what happens it's like you're not going to get the amount of innings you need out of those two guys you're not going to get 200 from sanchez and 200 from norris no matter what no, happens you're not no matter how well they pitch 
Right? That's There's, why Johan's here, man. Easy. <laughs> easy. I wrote, this is one of my notes, legitimately one of my notes. Leave Johan out of your mind until his performance forces him in there. Or maybe, even even if not that harsh, maybe like, maybe when he throws off a mound. Maybe that's a good time to start thinking about it. Like maybe when he faces live hitters. All of those, even after all those things. <laughs> yeah, no, probably after all those things is better, but. It's, but yeah, right now it is ridiculous. If Aaron Sanchez, the reliever, is a bolt is is a luxury, Johan Santana is like a it's like an Apple Watch. It's like you don't have ten thousand dollars to spend on a watch, so don't even fucking waste your time watching the live stream or thinking about what kind of apps are going to show up on it. You're never going to have it until suddenly <laughs> your rich uncle brings you an Apple Watch. That's how that's what Johan Santana is going to be. But one thing they do have one thing one guy who has been kind of overlooked a little bit. Your boy Polo Eric, Marco Estrada. Love me some Polo Eric. Everyone loves Polo Eric. I, I love the name Polo Eric. I don't know if I love the pitcher Polo Eric. Well, Dave Cameron wrote something interesting for Fox Sports today, saying like that maybe Polo Eric isn't all bad. Maybe his home run again. <clears throat> we start looking at rate stats because that's what you are going to want to do at some point. But when you're looking in a condensed inning yeah. situation. Like six six home runs are gonna six fly balls that land on one side of the fence versus the other are gonna totally skew your right stats. Not to say that that uh, Cameron compares him to Jeff Weaver as a guy who manages to use an underwhelming velocity, pitch up in the zone, but controls the strike zone in a way that that allows him to skate by. Now, do you think Jeff Weaver would do as a Toronto Blue Jay starter? Better than Eric, <laughs> better than Eric Estrada or Polo Eric, uh, but I think better that, than Eric Estrada for sure. He doesn't have the. He's too short. Heart, heart doesn't. Height doesn't measure heart. But at the same time, I have real questions yeah. about Eric Estrada's yeah. uh, ability Fair to get enough. down the mound. Uh, Polo Eric Mark, Marco Estrada was not nearly as bad in 2012 and 2013 as he was in 2014. And he was actually good in the second half of 2014. I he, would say as a reliever. So if you're thinking Sanchez is going to start and Norris is going to start, all you need is a dozen. Inning chewing outings from Marco Estrada. Give me six and four allowed. Don't get. I don't give a shit about quality starts. Just pitch. Just pitch and be healthy. And when is he going to do that? As the other guys are licking their wounds. I don't Basically, know. okay. He's the Liam Hendricks, last year's version. The two years ago's uh, version of Todd Redman. Yeah. Somebody's Carlos Villanueva. Hey, Going look back to like someone who was actually good at that. Well, yeah. Todd Redman was fine. No, I mean, Liam, uh, Liam Hendricks, yeah. he's Liam Hendricks. He was on Say Yes to the Dress. Did you know that? Liam Hendricks was. Yeah. <laughs> Say Yes to the Dress, like the Atlanta version? I, I don't know what there's version. Mo- there are more, there's a New York and there's Atlanta. Version, don't, no. don't even front. Huh? I'm married as fuck. Yeah. I know all that garbage TV. <laughs> no, actually, I don't anymore. We're, we don't have cable like you. Uh, right. Got hooked up with the, my parents. A notable cable cutter. You are, you are an early uh, cord cutter. Uh, I uh, I cut the cord not long after you. It's been almost three years for me. Um, got my parents H- HBO Go going nice. on right now. Got my wife hooked on Girls. Nice. She's a little slow on the uptake with the true detective because it's dark as fuck, but I'm mainlining. Mainlining yeah. the HBO Nicely Go. Nicely done. Nicely done. I got... Uh, my parents still have the cable. I got my mom a, a, a Roku stick. Nice. Uh, yeah, at Christmas. It was just like, just... Here's my Netflix password. 
Stop fucking spending money on cable. There Come you on. go. You got the you, you got the shit locked down. My dad, he he's very much like, well, he's turned his back on Rogers, and he's he's got Shaw <laughs> Direct, which is like a, I don't know, I don't honestly don't have any idea what it is. I, all I know is he's like, I got HBO and I pay less than I did before. It's crazy. Cool man, I got HBO too now. <laughs> I have I have the, the strongest carrier pigeons you ever saw. <laughs> uh, and we we're not gonna talk about Better Call Saul, right? So good. It is so good. I, oh, apparently the apparently one of those guys was in Breaking Bad. Maybe two. There, the Clickhole uh, had a great thing that was like, <laughs> it was like, stop me if you've heard this one before. I think that Jimmy McGuire is Saul Goodman <laughs> in a parallel universe. <laughs> uh, you didn't watch Breaking Bad, and Did you said you liked you liked Better Call Saul. No, Better Call Saul is amazing. It's great. I'll watch Bob Odenkirk do anything though. Yeah, maybe not anything. He's good at anything. Yeah. Uh. Not like Amsterdam red light district kind of shit, but like on TV. <laughs> you don't want to see him shoot a ping pong ball out of his <laughs> vagina? <laughs> I, if anyone could do now it. Now that you mention. <laughs> okay, so to summarize, the Marcus Stroman thing is heartbreaking. As It's more heartbreaking than it is detrimental to the progress of the team. It, yeah, it really is. Uh, I'm... I'm very much of the mind that you don't need an ace. And there were people who were saying, like, well, Strowman was going to be the ace, and now they don't have the ace, so now they have no ace. Where, realistically speaking, they didn't have an ace even with him because he's a guy with, what, 13 starts? 20 starts in the big leagues? There's more than 13, yeah. But, yeah, no, sure, yeah. He's, he, he, an ace is a guy who <laughs> does it year in, year out, yeah. It, it sucks that we don't get to watch him this year. But the team is not fucked. The, the reference I made facetiously to the Giants last year yeah. Where Matt Cain was garbage. That and then was he facetious? Was All the RTs and faves would suggest <laughs> otherwise. But but Matt Cain was garbage and was on the shelf. Didn't, didn't finish the year. Tim Lincecum, dumpster fire. Terrible. Heart, don't want to talk about fucking heartbreak. Uh, and they won the you, World I Series. You, I follow you in parks. I know. They won the World Tim Series. Now, the, the, the people are saying, well, the, the Jays don't have a Madison Bumgarner. Well, the Giants didn't have that Madison Bumgarner through the season. He didn't. He wasn't unhittable for six yeah. months. He was unhittable <laughs> for six weeks, and they won the World Series. So, like uh, Miguel Castro is going to be. There you go. Uh, Twenty years old in the big leagues, just like just like Madison <laughs> Bumgarner. Hey, he throws real fucking hard. People, he got today was very impressive actually on, on Thursday here or whatever. No, it's not. Today Thursday. is Wednesday. I'm gonna. Today is Wednesday. You, you, I, I'm doing the stretch motion here <laughs> for you because I gotta go to the fridge for a second. Oh Jesus! But no, uh, Castro looked really good today. Well, I can't imagine what reason Drew would have to go to the fridge. Uh, you know, he struck out uh, Matt Weeters. He struck out Manny Machado. He got a, a surprise extra inning of, uh, of work today because he. You know, they, they wanted to see him face more big leaguers. He came in right after Drew Hutchison. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he wasn't the Matt West. Matt West is just getting disrespected all, all over town. Like, starting him in the ninth inning of a spring training game, come on. Let's see Matt West. Let's free Matt West. Give Let him time. loose, yeah. Uh, but Castro, they, you know, and Gibbons was, like, was praising him again. And, he was effusive in his Gibby praise. Yeah, it's almost like he knows he's... <laughs> He's gonna be on the team. It's gonna happen. It's okay, gonna happen. Do you, do you want to move down to other things? Sure. Other well, Miguel things, Miguel yeah. Castro and the bullpen mess is on the other things rundown. Well, what what Fair do enough. we think? Is the bullpen? Like, How's Brett Cecil's shoulder? It's spring training. Yeah, it's spring training. Anyone talks about tenderness or soreness or stiffness or dead arm? Yeah, they're... fine, fine. 
They're not, yeah, they're not riding a goddamn bus. No, when to it, throw with like a twinge or something, yeah. When it gets closer to the season, when guys are, then they start talking about DL and and elbows and knees exploding, then then we can worry. But I think for now, yeah, nobody fucks their knee up in the spring training. <laughs> but who else is out there? Steve Delabar is like the forgotten. Steve Delabar has actually looked okay. I think. I mean, it's spring training, and who knows who he's facing. But, like, the velocity's been okay. The walks, he hasn't been just, like, missing the zone entirely, as far as I can tell from listening on radio. <laughs> who knows what, Who knows what that corporate shill Wilner's saying. Of a, you know, he can paint quite the picture. Just a bit outside. Uh, no, I, no I, obviously. Obviously, Wilner has, has integrity and, uh, and is giving us the straight goods on Steve Delabar. I think he's been all right. And uh, I, he can... I don't know if he like that would be very big for the Blue Jays, I think, and their bullpen mess, which it is a mess. It's like free money if Delabar is good. Absolutely. Again. Well, especially now that Aaron Sanchez is obviously going to be in the rotation. The the question I think at the beginning, well, remember when the Jays first acquired Steve Delabar? Uh, the two people sitting here, uh, we shit all over him. <laughs> oh, yes, we did because he gave up a shit ton of home runs, <laughs> and then the Jays were like, "Don't throw that slider anymore; it's trash." Yeah. And then he was great for a while. He was okay the one year, and then he made the All-Star team. Yeah, he was ridiculous. And then he resumed being a human then, being yeah. again. Yeah. And then last year, he was in the minor league. So you're saying you kind of want him to fail, just so our original opinion can end up being ultimately correct. Inevitably, that's yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, well, they all eventually are terrible. Like, I mean, he can't pitch until he's 45. Over an, over an infinite yeah. timeline, yes, everyone is terrible. That's why, Or yeah. sometimes... That's why I don't have high hope for Eric Estrada, either. <laughs> I think the fact that he's a little old for his level is uh, is the real challenge here. <laughs> but yeah, there, there are bullpen questions. But the the thing is, there are bullpen questions. But at the, at the end of the day, it's a bullpen. So you just guys show up out of nowhere, and guys figure out. Um, is it Matt English wrote a thing about Aaron Loop today about how Aaron Loop is suddenly yeah. a righty killer, going from even though he you know a little rocky at times last year. Yeah. He was he he walked a lot. It's weird though. Like uh, it, you look at his walks, his walks are a little bit of a mirage too, because he would come in and give up a hit to the lefty that he was supposed to get out, and then intentionally <laughs> and then walk, walk the right. Righty. Yeah. So like his, if you look at his unintentional walks, it's a little bit better. <laughs> but that's 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 quite the consolation, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, no, but yeah, loop loop can be fine. I you know take this for what it's worth, which is pretty much exactly nothing but i was listening to jeff blair the other day mm-hmm. he's like oh, i was down there i was talking to pat hankin asking about the bullpen like you know what's going on you didn't you didn't bring in anybody big you didn't you do this you didn't do that and there's you know there's all these arms down there but nobody's who has ever really done anything in the big leagues except for loop and cecil uh and he's like oh hankin wasn't they're not there's no panic there they're not panicked they're not like they're not like, oh my god, what? Are, and and he said, you know, I think he said either it's a really good front or they really just aren't, you know, they they think it's a bullpen there, <laughs> you know. That's it's got to be tough to bank on a thing like that and to be like, you know, we know that bullpens are volatile and everything that everybody knows about how that happens and you know it, it must be, you know, when your job is on the line and when it's all, you know, when you're there in that position. I would think that it's harder to ignore the whole idea that, you know, bullpens are that volatile and uh, maybe be tempted to 
go after the veteran, to go after the Francisco Cordero, to go after you know the Didn't guy he sign who is. What's that? Did he sign Francisco Cordero? I thought he signed with he, the with the he still Brewers. Pitch? Well, that's Francisco oh, Cordero, Cordero. Cordero. I yeah, apologize. Jay's, yeah, no, yeah. Jay's son Cordero for like four four point five million mm-hmm. a couple years ago, three four years ago. Now, yeah, 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 I remember. Which was like the he was a which disaster. Was biggest free agent signing for mm-hmm. the longest time, and you looked at the peripherals and were like, "This probably is not going to work out that well." And it but didn't. It, no, and, and it didn't. didn't. And it didn't. But did he go in the hap trade? I think he did. Yeah, he but he was Houston. in. He went. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, he did. But any, um, anyway, apparently they're not panicked about it. They think they have enough interesting arms down there. And uh, I, I don't know. I they have that. interesting arms down there, mostly just because they have interesting names of guys Preston I've Gilmette. never, ever heard in my <laughs> life. Uh, there was Rob Rasmussen who got lit up yesterday. He's terrible, I think. Um, I, I think he could be good if he could stop you know, throwing the ball against the back of the cage. It is a, it's a little major league down there. Uh, Roberto Osuna. Is in a, he's on the on the death chart on on Jays. See, this maybe tests your theory about how they would treat. Like, I don't think they'll put Osuna in the bullpen. Same with Dan Norris. I don't think they'll put either of those guys in the bullpen because I think those guys don't profile as relievers at all. Like, now, like those are guys they think are going to be starters. Jenkins is a guy that could come and do like a swingman inning, yeah, like a be terrible. Like he, a was, homeless he was homeless man's Jason Fraser. <laughs> God. Like a terrible, <laughs> terrible Jason Fraser. They've brought in Wilton Lopez, who... You he know, throws hard, though. Uh, he, he pitched for Colorado, and so his numbers must be inflated. He can't be that bad, and so far he might be that bad. But. What about... Other, I'm, I'm trying to think about guys who... Former left-handed starters... Is, this is something always to keep an eye on. <laughs> guys who are former le- shitty left-handed starters who suddenly can convert into being loogies and being good. Are they Canadian? No, that, that ship sailed, too. <laughs> you think that Jeff sh- Francis isn't going to make this team? Oh, but make the team and be an effective loogie are not the same. No, thing. he's pitched well this spring, apparently. Though haven't we all? Oh, haven't haven't oh. we all? Uh, uh, Free Matt West. As an aside, I watched Dustin McGowan pitch for the Dodgers yesterday. Oh, I think I saw your tweet about this. It was awful. Yeah. He was all over the map, missing by spiking fastballs like AJ Ellis, uh, who's good at catching Clinton Kershaw and not much else at this point, which is like the easiest job in the world. He was struggling, struggling yeah. with Dustin McGowan. And then suddenly Dustin McGowan, he got a strikeout, and then he got like a double play ball, and he was out of the inning. Although there were like many, many loud, <laughs> loud line drives. Spring training is weird for the audio. Like the acoustics aren't the same, so everything sounds like a oh, yeah, cannon yeah. shot. Except the ones that it's like, oh, well, he, that sounds Even cool. in Arizona? I don't watch a lot of the Arizona games because I'm just a Blue Jays homer. Obviously, the kids got to eat, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, in Arizona too. In Arizona, they even they have pitch effects in some of those parks. They have TrackMan. Yeah. At Salt at Salt River Field, like full on everything. So you should get get your mic set up. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, get to, yeah. I agree. Get of, of all the people in the world who should talk about the mic <laughs> setup. It's you and I. Redline Fair Service here. <laughs> I think it, we're okay. You think we're okay I'm now? Monitoring our. Um, waveform here, yeah. Let's stop talking about depressing pitchers and start talking about depressing infielders. Meister's Tourist is going to play second base, is he not? That's okay. Yeah, he is. Yeah. For a while. He could do worse. Devin Travis has started to hit a little bit. Yeah. If he does that, he'll he'll get there. Cool. Like his defense seems okay. No no complaints. It's second base. Whatever. It's, it's I thought depressing base, infielders whatever. you were gonna talk about Justin Smoke and Derek Barton and the fucking mess that is at first base. They are who they are. 
Anyone who thought they were going to be <laughs> otherwise are fools. No, 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 no. When smoke comes to Roger Center, he's going to hit 40 bombs and somehow, I don't, yeah, it's insane. Contact is a big thing. Yeah, Derek yeah. Barton, that's like a, he's a Buffalo. I don't think anyone ever, yeah, anyone yeah. who thought Derek Barton would do anything other than be the Buffalo for everyday mm-hmm. first base. There's talk, there's talk. I think he might be one of those guys where like, Anthopolis will drop his name in just so he doesn't have to, you know, admit publicly that he has no chance. But yeah, I don't think he has much of a chance there either. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the smoke thing is weird. But then Encarnacion has the terrible back. And even then, you're like, oh, I really hope Dion Navarro is going to be the DH with Encarnacion at first. Like, is that really, that's what we're hoping for? People. But Navarro was very good in the second yeah. half. Yeah, and Marcus Stroman is the problem with this team making the playoffs. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the outfield real quick. This is actually related to Marcus Stroman, so Michael Saunders may be ready for opening day. I thought you were going to talk, talk about Josh Donaldson, who fucking maimed our best pitcher. Well, we can leave him. He'll he'll catch his shade at the end. Uh, <laughs> once once Encarnacion has to play first, and he fucking airmails a bunch of throws that Edwin can't stretch for. Then he'll get his uh, Josh Donaldson has like the Edwin Encarnacion disease in that when he has too much time, that's when he starts throwing it around the ballpark. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, Michael Saunders might be ready for opening day after there was concern he would be at to the All-Star break. All he had... You can't hear me making the whack-off motion. <laughs> I am. All he had to do was what? Like forever uh, risk the use of his legs as a, as a as an older man? Basically. I don't know. The story is that they... They went in and they couldn't do it anyway. He told the doctor to do what is ethically responsible. And the doctor was like, oh, got to remove that. That's too fucked up to to repair. What a good I'd ca- like to believe that. Good Canadian boy. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah. This, we, still, we still count Victoria as Canada, right? Out there? Yeah, it's basically Canada. It's like its own little Valhalla. Like I've, a little, heard, I've heard it's lovely. It is lovely. Lovely, full of retirees. Um... I want to make uh, bring something up. People, Marcus Stroman has been ruled out for the year. He said as much. Like, oh, did what? What are you talking about? Did you also hear that Dan Norris lives in a van? Giovanni <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gallardo blew his knee out in May of two thousand and eight, mm. and he pitched in September of the same year. Wow, with a torn ACL. I'd love to credit whoever it was that mentioned that, but I don't remember. It might have been Jonah Carey. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Somebody wrote that, and I am regurgitating it here. Passing it off as my own knowledge. I got out the old... Was it you? No, it wasn't me. No, I don't no. I don't read anything else but the Blue Jays. Uh, <laughs> so there's always well, that. Why would you? There's your home. Your I don't source. know. Well, Griff's, Griff's already fucking tearing down the tent. <laughs> Everybody. Done. they all the, tor- all the misery porn articles were out oh. in just like... And... Hey, did you see Bruce Arthur and Galal Kelly wrote things about the Blue Jays? That's what I'm saying. They weighed in like, oh, yeah. you know what I could do? I can make people feel bad about it. It's like making people cry in a cancer movie. Like, you don't deserve a fucking Oscar for making people cry in a cancer movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this kid's got cancer. Oh, yeah, you're going to fucking cry at the end of the movie. What do you want? Oh, you got the stringy music? Oh, the music swells. My eyes are filled with tears. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. That's Kevin Pillar. Well, we were talking. What, what, what about? I thought Strowman was coming back in like. That's a teaser. <laughs> teaser, right. come back in September. But he's going to be there. so huge. He's going to be lifting so much and doing those curls. He's going to be like, he can't throw like that. Well, that's when they'll go. They'll send him down to Buffalo to stretch out, and they'll have discovered that he now throws 115 miles an hour because <laughs> if he's got those big beefy arms. That's right. Uh, 
Kevin Pillar maybe playing his way into a job. I tried. I wrote something. John I don't. Gibbons likes him very much. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. You did. That's right. Yeah. And I thought that if he played on another team and it was like, oh look, this guy he makes contact like crazy and he hits line drives and he's a max effort guy, I would. If he was a Cardinal, it's like look at the way the Cardinals turn these late round picks into things. Yeah. Well, there is Kevin Pillar who is exactly that, and my me and so many other people like me are so quick to dismiss him and and actually be outwardly hostile towards him. <laughs> And uh, the fact that his defense is good enough to, you know, that that does absolve him from a lot of the not walking thing. And he does, he, he barrels up balls. He's like a Caleb Gindle out there. Well, <laughs> he is supposed <laughs> to barrel up balls, but of course in the big leagues he has not hit. No. Some, yeah. He does, the, wave, he does wave a lot of them. There's a lot of like yeah. weird little like three-week samples that people love to stitch <laughs> together and associate. Well, look, his numbers in here. It's like, well, those numbers don't matter. He he hit yeah. he hit for two weeks in May and then he hit for a week in September and somehow that's all gonna well no <laughs> let me see him get through the league let me see people get a good look at him and try to figure him out as he hopelessly wave at pitches in the dirt and whatever but <clears throat> at the same time gotta give him time you gotta get, he hasn't seen pitching like this he got rushed to the big leagues like every Jay's fucking young player now can you hit up you go yeah. yeah. <laughs> We might get fired, so you better. We better see what you got. Here. We already put that to bed. That's though those those things are not true. Um. So yeah, that's that's. I think that's about it. That's all I got on my list. Yeah, we, we could prattle on list. forever. Oh yeah, yeah. We but we won't listen way too long. Yeah, well, that made me think of Dalton Pompey. We don't need to talk about him. He's what about fine. him? He's fine. He's not getting on base or doing anything. Uh, no, he will. No, yeah. you know what? He doesn't have to get. He's like Kawasaki. It's like, just give me a good at bat, grind that pitcher down, get a couple extra pitches out of him, play good defense, and that's fine. The process will line up with the results in due time. <sighs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> we'll do a little bit of housekeeping, of course. Andrew Stoughton of andrewstoughton.com. Go there. Full recaps. Full in-depth in analysis of every spring training outing based <laughs> only on his ever attuned ears i will read you the box score yes you will read us the box score <laughs> and of course like andrewstoughton.com or like andrewstoughton on facebook uh which traffic pig that is facebook. a traffic pig yeah it is a traffic pig twitter is a uh, uh, it's dead it's for old people is I've that what heard. it is yeah we're gonna get this on vine we're gonna get doing some vines snap we're gonna get a snapchat channel on just snapchat That's, discovery that'd be a good idea actually it would be a good idea people love the shit out of that so Follow the links that you see below you. Um, if you feel so inclined to to contribute, to make this a better, more cohesive unit. as This is a bit of a shaggy dog tale here. <laughs> it's the first time out. It's been a little while, but uh, thank you again for listening. Thank you for patronizing our sites and content. I don't make much content anymore. Well, we're going to do... We're, this is the thing, too. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this every week, like... Don't just think like, oh, we're doing it once and then asking for money and then we're gonna disappear again. No, we're this is happening. This is a fucking thing. This is happening. This yeah. is a fucking thing. Uh absolutely. This is a thing. So of course, Andrew Stone, true fair service. What's the score? Thanks a lot. We'll see you next week. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs>